Hey y'all, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Thank you for joining us on our last episode of the year. Next time we see you, it's going to be 2021, all right? So please continue to engage with us. First Comes Love, TCM on Instagram. And don't forget, above all else, stay safe. Hey y'all, Merry Christmas. Welcome to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Aaron Jackson. And on this 19th episode, we're talking about the holidays. So listen up. Let's go. First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Aaron Jackson. And I want to start off with a story. Ooh, story time. It's story time. Do you remember our first Christmas together? No. (laughs) When we were engaged, living in New York in our little jungle apartment in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, yeah, the apartment and the project. Yes, yeah, in the project. I remember that. I remember that. And okay. I was working at City Center, I think. Yes. And okay. I had just got Lion King, and we were saving up for the wedding. The wedding. And we had help paying for our wedding, our parents and such, but it was certain things that we knew we wanted and we were paying for. And we were saving up for that. And I remember us saying to each other, we are not going to buy each other gifts. We're going to do homemade gifts only, and not gifts even plural. One homemade gift. One gift. Yeah. One gift. One for you, one for me that we were going to make. And I was thinking about that because I can remember those pictures. I hope I can find them. But everything we did was so broke. <laughs> <laughs> it was just yeah. so funny to me because, you know, somebody told me recently, actually, like, poor is a state of mind. But you know, your finances are what they are. And so yeah. we've never been poor, but we we were skimping on everything. Everything was like, yeah, this is what it you, is for you the brought, holiday. You made the scarf for me. Yes. This long scarf. It had to be like 10 feet long scarf. I crocheted you a scarf. It was cute though. <laughs> Yeah. Black and gray. I got to I got the triple wrap it around my neck, so I, I stayed warm. It was actually one of my favorite scarves. Yeah, and you made me... Um, body butter yep and body uh, scrub, scrub. Mm-hmm. yeah it was like sugar scrub a sugar scrub and it was just it was one of our best christmases though like i just remember exchanging that one gift facetiming our people in la and being together mm-hmm. you know we didn't even have money for a tree that was the only year we didn't get a tree because we get trees every year and that year, you made a tree out of lights uh, Christmas lights, and yeah. thumbtacks. You just thumbtacked them on the wall. And designed a tree And designed there. it into a tree. And it it's it's just, you know. It's a little things. Yeah, it it's is. It's a thought that counts, I guess. It really, But it really is. And it's, it's who you're with. Mm-hmm. And so it worked out. Go, this, bringing us into the topic, into our question of the day is, how do you show appreciation? So I have to maintain... Uh, 
attitude of gratitude okay. at all times. And to show people that whatever they're doing, even if it's the smallest things, that it's the it's appreciated. But I I show appreciation first and foremost by saying thank you. Mm-hmm. Like just letting people know that their effort, I recognize their effort. I'm one of those people who I don't need recognition right away, but after a while, it's nice to be like a, a good nod, right? A mm-hmm. nod to somebody. And, you know, I, I was in film school, so after every movie, there's credits at the end, right? Everybody got to get their credit. So I feel like when I'm showing appreciation and how I show appreciation, I let that person know the way that they made me feel. Right. So I I appreciate you for making me feel this way or or I try to match that mm. feeling towards them. Like, OK, you made me feel special, so I need to make you feel special. You made me feel strong and wise. Then I need to make you feel strong and wise mm-hmm. type of thing. It's kind of like a ditto type thing. That's what I usually do in this season where everybody is giving, giving, giving and people are receiving you have to make sure I was always taught that you have to be you have to be gracious and you have to show gratitude. Right. You don't deserve anything. Right. You, you don't deserve any of any of the stuff that you're getting. You don't deserve it. And with Christmas time, when people are like, oh, give me your list of things that you want. And I'm like, what? Like that doesn't like my mom asks me every year, even I'm 33. She still asks me, yeah. what do I want for Christmas? And sometimes I'm like, I don't know, like, I'm just happy. I'm just happy to be alive. It's almost like it's like Thanksgiving and Christmas kind of go together with giving thanks. Mm-hmm. If you keep the same yeah. mindset from Thanksgiving, you should still be in that thankful gratitude. Yeah. Gratitude. Yeah. And it, it puts you in a it puts you in a better mood. Like I'm I feel like I'm more cheery because I appreciate more stuff. Yeah. In this holiday. I'm like, oh, these lights I can see. It's beautiful. Oh, the Christmas tree smells so good. Oh, it smells great. I appreciate that. Oh, family I love. I appreciate. And I feel like that's like the Christmas spirit that people are appreciating life. Yeah. And that's how I show it. Uh, I'm very vocal. I say things. I say what I want when I want. My filter hasn't gotten better. If I don't like something, I'll su- I'll say that I didn't appreciate it. And if I appreciate it, I'll show you that I really appreciate. You actually helped me when we got married to be like a classy appreciate person. <laughs> like you, you're the person who writes down what everybody gives you uh, and on Christmas and you get their address and then you make a thank you card and you send it back. And I kind of feel like, man, sometimes that's like a cycle of just giving, giving, giving. Like, mm-hmm. who stops? Who stops to thank you? And right. like, you say thank you, I say thank you, you say thank you, and we just going back and forth. Hey. Thank you for your thank you. I don't know. I just, I like to show appreciation. I like to be happy because to me, appreciation and happiness go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. You're appreciating something that's happening to you, right? Mm-hmm. Or something that has happened. It puts you in a positive note, right? You can even appreciate people that you've lost, right? You appreciate the memories. You appreciate stuff like that. And it puts you in a better mood than just being sad about, you know, the loss of that person. You appreciate the moments that you had with that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I show appreciation by just saying thank you. Please thank you. Uh, giving a note, giving a nod, 
you know, giving a big hug, stuff like that to let them know that whatever you're doing in my life is not in vain. That's that's how I show appreciation. Now, you, the queen of Jolly, <laughs> and you love Christmas season, how do you show appreciation? I, like you said, and I think we match on this, I love to show you that I am grateful for whatever it is that you did for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm so like that because... I feel like, for one thing, we were always taught in church that giving is the blessing in and of itself, right? And so you give to get to give. You don't give to receive. And our bishop, he used to say that all the time. You give give to to get to give. You give because you have the opportunity to give. And so essentially, the giving is the gift on my part, not actually receiving a gift I'm giving, and so therefore I'm blessed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And Uh so that's how I feel giving. And more so, though, when I am receiving, it's like, what? You know, I'm just, I'm so amazed whenever people give me a gift of any kind. I'm not talking about physical gifts, just like their time, their energy, their thoughts. It's just, you know, because you didn't have to. And... I show appreciation by letting them know that. I try to, like you said, I try to be vocal. I try to tell people how they made me feel because it's that saying, people will forget what you gave them, but they won't forget how you made them feel. Or wait, people will forget what you say, but they won't forget how you made them feel. And so with that, I I try to make people feel how they make me feel. And I, if I'm feeling loved I'm going to make them feel loved I show appreciation through my actions and, and not your son <laughs> <laughs> no but I I I try to do a gesture of how grateful I am for whatever it is whatever action whatever gift that I received and so to me that's not hard because I'm such a grateful person I think it, it never portrays the magnitude of how grateful I am because usually my heart becomes so full, especially when people go out of their way or actually just in general, it could be the smallest gesture. Like literally sometimes people will just bring me, I remember when I was at work and people would just leave cookies on my station. Oh mm. my gosh, you know? And so, so you know that I love cookies and maybe they do it, right? They'll just think of me, they'll go to Starbucks and they'll get a cookie with their coffee. And a simple thank you doesn't do it because they might not know that I didn't eat all day and I was going to push through that show. And then literally that cookie like did everything for me. So I, I, I try to let them know just how grateful I am. And like you said, I'm very big on notes and um, cards. So I will give you a card, a love note. And it's not like you have to keep it. Right. Yeah. So you know how you are with cards. You'll read them and then toss them. And I'm like, <laughs> that's fine. It's more so me sharing and showing you how much I appreciated it. One of the things that we do as parents, right, we make sure action, our son says thank you, right? It's one of our major things that we were like, action, say thank you, say thank you. And I know a lot of parents do it because they're always like, teach your children, please and thank you. Mm-hmm. Especially around this time, you don't want to we have we have lots of nieces and nephews and we have godchildren now and it's like you don't want to be that person who receives something 
and doesn't show appreciation, mm-hmm. right? Because then, then people don't want to invest as much. Of course, and it's I'm human not, nature. Yeah, and I'm not saying that you should be giving thanks just so you can get, right? I'm just saying that showing that appreciation helps you with along the way like this one thank you turns into something else it 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 shows your character yeah and when we first got married you gave everybody thank you cards right yes uh who gave us a gift and no actually i think it was everybody who attended it was mm-hmm. it was almost everybody. It was yeah. everybody who wished us congratulations. <laughs> I ordered so many thank you cards. I feel like I still have a, a, some more left. Yeah, over. You it was like a did. thousand. Yeah, but li- it was every all fifty of my coworkers. All it was everybody. But yes, I I think that it's important to say thank you. And like you said, we I feel like that was one of actions top first 10 words Mm -hmm. was thank you and he says it and then he says their name after it so it's not just a blatant thank you in the air it's thank you god mimi thank you grandma it's thank you to whoever the person is and i want to instill that in his spirit because you know like you said it's more than i'm saying thank you because i want some more it's mm-hmm. saying thank you because you know what I actually appreciated this and if you don't do anything else for me just know that I was grateful. Welcome to the Am I Wrong segment of the show. This is the part of the show where I give you a situation and you let me know if I'm wrong or if Lindsay's wrong. So this is the this is I know that what this might sound like is I understand that we have some kind of privilege because we're doing this. So there are cleaners that come to the house every other friday they sanitize the house uh make sure everything is neat and sanitized and they organize and even when we went out uh in new york when we lived in new york we had a lady who came maybe once every three months to clean for for special holidays especially she came and she cleans the house top to bottom now before these ladies get here Lindsay wants to pre-clean the house. It is just the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard in my life. She's like, oh, can you wash the dishes? Oh, can you take out the trash? Oh, can you make the bed? Oh, can we put this stuff away? And I'm like, we are literally paying somebody. We are doing their job for them. And I, I, I don't understand it. And I feel like if you have the opportunity to hire somebody to clean a house, you should not have to pre-clean a house. That is what they are getting paid to do. 10 seconds. Okay, pause. Number one, they're more so for deep cleaning purposes. <laughs> so that's number one. It's for, you know, the crevices and the things that you might necessarily see in, you know, the behind the scenes of things and furniture. So that's number one. But number two, I don't say clean or do the dishes. I don't do that. It's more I say like let's pick up because they don't know how I organize something. So nope, I, no, I it's organization. Done. And, and you're done. Okay. Thank you. All right. I can't believe I let you got like one in or two. Okay. There. Let but, us no, know. Merry what Christmas you think. for that. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Let us know what you think, y'all. DM us on Instagram. First comes love, TCM. Or you could call a voicemail at 347-TRUE-LOVE. That's 347-TRU-LOVE, 347-878-5683. Or you can email us, let's talk at firstcomeslove, thencomesmarriage.com.
Welcome back. We are still in the holiday spirit. Let's talk about tradition. Okay. Let's talk about how we are in a different type of year. Yeah. How do you feel about traditions? How do you feel about maybe knocking off one year if it gets thrown and picking it back up? Or mm-hmm. what do you think about traditions? I feel like traditions are first important. They're very they're very important. And also, but this year, right, 2020 could be a wash. You, you know, like spending time with family could be dangerous. Yeah. You could spread the COVID virus. especially, And it's not worth it if if you feel healthy, you don't want to go get tested. You go see your grandma, you have no symptoms, and, she, and then she dies or something like that. Oh, my gosh. And, I mean, that's worst case scenario. So... Some traditions you have to alternate and that family time might turn into a FaceTime this year. I feel like you we can cut off traditions for one year because of the circumstance if you if we like supplement it with something or if we know that we're gonna do it again. Like mm-hmm. oh we, we can't be with family, let's all turn on the same movie at the same time, right? And we all watch at different at different locations, we'll watch the same movie. Or we all FaceTime our Zoom and just say, you know, Merry Christmas or, or read or do those things that that we normally would do yeah. to keep the tradition alive. I'm also for cutting traditions that are outdated or improving traditions, right? If mm-hmm. it's like, oh, in my family, women couldn't open the gifts first because they oh women my. or something. I'm just thinking something extreme, right? <laughs> yeah. That That you're like, no, that's outdated, and we should we should Change stop. This yeah, tradition. yeah. Yes. Or we should just stop this tradition. Doing stuff for the sake of doing things is is never okay for me. Right. It has to have some type of purpose, meaning, and purpose. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's how I feel about traditions. Make sure you have a purpose behind it, and be true to that purpose, not really to that tradition. Right. So the purpose of the tradition, like you said, with your family is to spend time together. Yeah. We can't do that this year. The creative way to do that is to, like you said, we're going to watch the same movie. Yeah. We're going to FaceTime. We're going to think outside the box, but still keep the tradition alive. And then, yes, next year or the next year, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll pick it back up. Yeah. Um, sending sending groceries to that family member down the street. Mm-hmm. Right. And be like, oh, this is what we're cooking. Let's remember our like our first episode. Yes. We were talking about doing the on. Creative uh, the, ways to yeah, have the a date. Fa- the FaceTime cooking class and stuff like that doing things like that and keeping traditions alive with the purpose of good traditions is is i feel is really important doing the same thing every time for the sake of doing the same thing every time Mm -hmm. not necessarily right yeah so how do you feel about traditions well i am one who is consistent and so traditions are that and I'm one to be upset and disappointed if I can't do something that I normally do. Mm-hmm. And so with traditions, it's difficult to say because we've made our own traditions in the family. And with my family, it wasn't growing up, rather, 
it wasn't so much this was our tradition. It was, I guess, this is what we do every year. Mm -hmm. So, you know, every year we spend time with my grandparents on Christmas Day. And then we would come home and do our thing. And we would eat certain type of foods. And so that's what we did. But like you said, you grow and you move forward. So I left all of those things behind when we got married. And Mm. we don't do any of those things that I did growing up. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's just, well, for one, we we don't live in L.A., And so the traditions had everything to do with being locally and physically present. That was pretty much what it was. And we didn't. So we established our own traditions. And like you said, I'm disappointed. (laughs) Oh, you're not like a middleman. You're just like, okay, it could it could stop. It could stop and and we don't need it. Yeah. And you don't feel you feel disappointed, but it's not like you're not devastated or anything like that. No, because like I said, I I don't I don't need it. Once I know it's not going to happen, it's it's done and I can move forward and also we can pick it up again later on. I'm not like a half empty. Yeah. You're half full. Yeah. I can look at a situation and say, "You know what? Not this year, but we'll pick it up next year." Yeah, and that's one of the things that I was like with people like going around hopping house to house for holidays and stuff. It's To me, it's, do you want to see your family next year, right? We're trying to Mm. stay safe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this one time, we can can press pause on it. Like the, am I wrong, that I got blown out the water with. Which one? uh, The travel one, right? It was like, it's Lindsay's year to pick the travel. She doesn't have it this year, so does it move over to me? It's like, no. It pauses, and it... Picks it, itself back mm-hmm. up. Yes. Like a lot of people had big birthdays this year. 60s, 40s, 50s. 2020 was the year. Yeah. And all these things. And so I was telling people who didn't have parties, the next year will be the first annual 40th. 40th. Or, or the yeah. fir- first mm-hmm. annual 60th. And so then they could have their big party that they didn't have, especially with the vaccine coming out and stuff like that. And whatever the America goes forward. Well. Uh, but traditions are really fun. Okay. One of my favorite traditions that we do that we didn't get to do this year, Mm. um, was it's around Thanksgiving and we cook, I cook. I have always cooked for you at Thanksgiving. We talked about this before, even when I was in college and you used to visit me. Like, that was our holiday together. Mm -hmm. But as we grew older and into our marriage, it was like, okay, we have to figure out a way to cook this turkey, fully cook this turkey, and still do everything else that we have to do. And we always go to see a Denzel Washington movie. Because his movies, if you pay attention, (laughs) they they always come out around Thanksgiving. Like, seriously. So... You would put the turkey in the oven, set the oven, and we would leave and go watch a two, three-hour Denzel Washington movie at the movie theaters, come back, turkey would be done, food would be ready, and then we would eat. And I loved that. It was just, it was, we did it every year. It was something, it was like, this was our Thanksgiving day. Yeah. And I was like, this is great. So we don't have to wait and just smell yeah, food. Exactly. You know, let's we just go somewhere. And we didn't nibble on food. And, and, and then... the first time we did it was in Philadelphia. And we were like, 
I hope the house is not on fire. Oh my goodness, we would we ran back because movie theaters was down the street walking distance. We like ran back and yeah, because we didn't have an oven timer on that yeah. one. <laughs> so we were like, oh man. But it actually that was one of my best turkeys, the Philly one, because I brined it. It for was like coming off three the days. Yeah, yeah, it was just it was great dripping. But I yeah, that's that's a good tradition that I want to get back to. All right, y'all. Here are my top five Christmas movies and songs. And I might even sing them for you a little bit. Okay, sing away, girl. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to do that. Okay, first, top five Christmas songs that I listen to every year, probably over and over again. Number five, Silver Bells by Brian McKnight. Y'all, I just get into his voice because he goes, and I can't wait to hear the silver bells. And he goes up. It's mm. just, okay. it's a good time for me. You got into his okay, voice. Okay, I do. Number four, anything from the Jackson 5's Christmas medley. Okay, I, I just, Baby Michael. You baby like ba- Michael. You like Baby Michael. He's, oh, he's so good. Number three, I'm going to have to say Whitney Houston. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Mm. This was in her later years, but honestly, her voice, she's one of those people that just... Gifted. Okay, that's all you can Gifted. say. Gifted. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Number two, uh, Yolanda Adams. I used to listen to her Christmas album on repeat. Talk about tradition. I She has a song, Holy, Oh Holy Night. Not her song, but her version of Oh Holy Night. Mm. Make it a holy night. It it took me to church. It Uh took me to church thinking about it. And the number one, number one, this Christmas, Donny Hathaway. I'm telling you, I could listen to that song all year round. I probably do. Whenever I want to get lifted, it's like this Christmas in my ears. You can't get away from that. You can't get get away from that. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So... On to my five Christmas movies. We talked about this before, but we were on the spot. I yeah, kind of had some time. Ready. Yeah, wasn't I wasn't. Ready. I had some time now. to think about it. My top five Christmas movies. Number five is Santa Claus, Tim Allen. Seriously, it's just a classic for me. It's a favorite. I like it. I can listen to it all the time. Number four, four Christmases, goes hand in hand hilarious i'm talking hilarious i just it brings me back and that's a new one it's a new one but it's it has the same principles of family drama and it's it's just it resonates with me in a different way number three we got the classic elf and that is not a classic right it's classic it's classic classic. now but it's it's semi-new which is great for will ferrell how they could turn Christmas movies are hard to push in, like as far as people loving it across the board. Elf took off, still a great movie. Number two, Home Alone. You don't really like this movie, baby. I I don't like it as much as you. It's not in my (laughs) top five, but this is your top five. Okay. I like Home Alone simply because it's an easy watch. And, you know, it also has some good music in the background. That's funny. Number one, my top, top Christmas movie. 
I'm talking about a preacher's wife. Yep. Yes, I'm talking yep. about a preacher's wife. I saw something on Instagram. I think it was what Kem on stage or somebody was talking about. Oh, they, this is the only movie that got me rooting for the uh, the, the wife to <laughs> have an affair yeah. with an angel. But I'm telling you, when they went ice skating and she was like, my heart is calling. I was like, yes, girl, go to him. Go to Tizel. I actually did. The, remember I took you ice skating? Yes. And you you almost started crying. You was like, man. This got me. And I was thinking, like, I would choose him. But it, that's not the plot of the movie. No, the plot is about asking for help from God. Yes. And so we take it to another level. But yeah, Preacher's Wife is another one of my favorite, favorite, favorites. Did you know Preacher Wife was based off of a book? I didn't. Yeah, you should read that book. It's called, like, The Bishop's uh, Spouse or something. Um, okay, wait, no, wait. <laughs> if it's going to turn, I don't <laughs> no, know. No, it is. It's called something like The Bishop's Spouse. It's based off of a book, though. We might read it. Stay tuned. Next season, we got some things in the works. So, Just thinking about our traditions, I'm so grateful that I have those memories. You know, this year... It's tough. It's tough. However way you want to look at it, it's like, you know, you're not doing the things that you did do. You're not doing the things maybe that you want to do. But I saw this post on Instagram. It, you know, it said, all I want for Christmas is everything that I have. And it really touched me because I was like, yeah, you know, this is, this is where we are. Gratefulness changes everything. And just having that is, is going to go miles during this season. And so traditions might not be happening this year, but it's going to happen. So be grateful. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Thank y'all for joining us on our 19th episode. Oh my goodness, the year is wrapping up. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And the next time we will be with you will be New Year's. New Year. It will be 2021. Ugh. Great. Praise God, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you, thank you so much. We appreciate you. I hope you can feel it. We've been talking about appreciation. Feel it. Thank you for spending time with us and for letting us know what you think. Please continue to do so. You can reach us on Instagram at First Come Club TCM. You can always call the voicemail at 347-TRU-LOVE. That's 347-878-5683. You can also email us, let's talk at first comes love, then comes marriage.com. See, See you next, next year. year.